Welcome to Mundo! Welcome to the Mute All Chat Podcast for our 10th episode. We're double digits old. Yay. Woohoo. I'm your host, Flapjack Bill, and tonight we've got Proxy Jack and Colonel Kraken in here with me. We're here to talk mad shit about League, help the Louis Plebs like our former selves climb, and generally entertain you. Now, this is a safe space for feeders and scrubs, because aren't we all? And now, Mute All, and let's invade Red. Uh, boys, this is the 10th episode. It's also the jungle episode where we're going to talk, uh, do a little bit of a deep dive on jungle. Uh, but before we get into that mess, the Shadowlands, the, the scary, spooky, scary areas, uh, how's the ranked game looking? Because mine is bad. I'm not moving. I don't... I, I just kind of sucks. Like, I'm at the MMR hell right now that's just absolutely screwing me. So... Uh, nothing to report for right now. Just chilling in gold? Yep. How about you, Kraken? Yeah, yeah I'm feeling like, I feel like my play is getting better, which I'm happy about. And I'm not really like my play, as in play like, oh, I'm going 2, 2, and 12 instead of 2, 4, and whatever. Not like that, but more in just like the... All right, I'm landing more skill shots. I'm dodging more. I'm getting more outplays. I'm having a higher vision score, like that kind of stuff, hmm. which is nice. And like the the game's starting to feel like more comfortable to me. I mean, like I know I'm not in the rank that I want to be at. I've had a lot of I had a lot of like pretty bad luck on like in like promos and like in like fringe games and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, that sucks. But maybe in the next in the next leg of the season, what, how many games have I played? I played 148 games. Yeah, played All right, games. so so the next like 150 games, I feel a little bit more promising for. Not like not like just because it's like, oh, I'm suddenly gonna get lucky and I'm gonna get freaking um uh this week's TSM just suddenly on my team. It's like, nah, I feel like <laughs> I'm gonna be playing better and I'm gonna I might go up. It. I'm not gonna like not like fly up to you know, Masters or something, but I'm like, I know I'm going to be playing better, and, like, if I do lose, at least I can say that, like, hey, I didn't, I wasn't, like, you know, pooping my own pants and stuff like that, but... Yeah. Um, my yeah, game's... I'm, just, uh, I'm also accepting know. my fate a lot more, you know? Like, I'm, I'm, like, I, I'm just, like, just, like, burning, just, like, burning into the fire around me. I'm just like, this is okay. <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, Accepting the like BS when, is good. It's like when you take an ice bath and like the first two minutes, or you're just like, ah, I'm dying, and then you just get it used to it, and you're like, yep, just how it is. Like, um, I, think I say I can... that now. I say that now when I'm not in game, but when you're in game, all the like negativity and stuff, just like it's so hard to tune it out. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my games. Uh... I think I've had one good ranked game in like three days. Uh, I've had good a as lot in like of... 
good as in like you were on the better team and you just you just stomped them and you could have went like 0 and 10 and and won or like this is a competitive game i feel the game's kind of balanced like blah blah blah, blah. uh good as in my play was good because i've been oh, playing okay. really poorly uh in the last couple of days uh, it's probably just distractions with life and shit going on but uh uh yeah i had one really good game for me and that was the game with you kraken where set our top lane set took in the nexus turrets at 20 minutes and then the game lasted another 20 minutes <laughs> did you talk about that <coughs> Uh, I'll, I'll do a I'll do a brief gloss over. Basically, we had a Ramus jungle and a set top lane. Kraken's playing Nami. I'm playing Anivia. We have a misfortune ADC, uh, and Ramus spends a lot of time in my lane to get me going and get me ahead of my counter, which is a twisted fate in the mid lane. Uh, that's really nice. In the meantime, we're dragging so many resources from the enemy team to mid and to bot that our top lane set just gets to sit there and smack Garen in the face over and over and over again. And then he just takes all the turrets, gets to the Nexus turrets, is killing Nexus turrets after killing uh, an inhibitor at like 20 minutes. And our jungler begins super unnecessarily pinging him danger. Hey, the enemy team is backing. And then pinging him missing like, what the fuck are you doing over there, Super Chief? And it's just like... I, I'm sitting there like flabbergasted that he's like making this a just terrible call out of this game, guy. Yeah. yeah, like why why are you calling this guy out? He's winning the game for us right doing? now, you know. Winning the game, right? And so How dare you set? Come you gotta like give him the twenty minute <laughs> chance. Like you can't just do that. Oh, why set... take inhibs when we could take dragon? <laughs> Right we gotta be dragging our feet. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> right said the dragons are important. Oh my god. Set naturally dies taking the Nexus turrets. He gets both, but he dies in the ensuing fight. And uh, he's like, you know what? Fuck it. You guys can win from here. And he disconnects. And then our uh, everyone like turns on the jungler and they're like, hey, hey, why are you a fucking idiot? And the jungler's like, nah, we got this. I don't want that set to win. And I was like, dude, he already did. He took the Nexus turrets at 20 minutes. That's a victory whether he gets a win or a loss for this game. He's proven his point. Yeah, so, the only difference is he might not get the LP, and that's what the Ramus was going for, the idiot. Yeah. He doesn't get LP. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I, but... <laughs> in, in, spite gotcha. of, in spite of that nonsense, we, uh, we managed to hold out in a 4v5 for a little while and then set came back and just mindlessly farmed the jungle to troll a little bit which is such a he was doing sit-ups in the river <laughs> he was he went oh, but... he cleared the he cleared the jungle went to the river and did sit-ups it was so funny <laughs> <laughs> there was visual bugs with zach and i got like two triple kills and eventually we uh we managed to win the game but it was everything you wanted to see in a silver game and more. <laughs> oh, man. It, was, it really, really ran the table. <laughs> it did. But then after those games, I had, like, oh, I just, I got a mid-game that I just played really bad, and then I got filled in a jungle and played really bad, and then I got put in a mid again and played really bad, but we got a win out of it anyways because our ADC popped off and our top lane popped off, and... Like I went five thirteen and nine on Syndra and I was worthless. 
Hmm. I picked Syndra because they picked Lux, but then they also, and they had already picked Shen, so I assumed the Lux was mid, and I was like, I don't feel like playing Anivia. I want to practice my Syndra, and I know I can beat Lux with Syndra. And then they locked in Irelia, and I was like, oh no, that's not at all what is supposed to happen. Irelia is going to be mid, and I lose to Irelia. <laughs> and I lost to Irelia, let me tell you. Uh, but yeah, that was that was really bad. And then I played a jungle game yesterday that was bad, but it was just a norm. And I just don't dare play ranked right now. I've just tilted off the face of the earth. I'm about to figure my uh, shit out. Gotta get that mental back. Yeah, uh, I'll play probably a norm or two, and I'll get my confidence back and play something because Anivia doesn't feel good until late game and the games are decided so much faster than late game anyways so I'll, I'll figure it out but my my struggles in silver are not what we're what we're looking what we're looking into today we're, we're talking about jungle and uh i have a lot of opinions about jungle which we'll get into later but first things first what is the jungle well in season one it wasn't a thing after that, uh, it became a role where you take the summoner spell Smite and you build specific jungle-related items and you roam around in the fog of war areas of the map and kill all the uh, creatures just chilling in the in the roundabouts in between lanes. Had to do something special. Yep. And uh, you're typically when you're jungle, you're in charge of. A lot more than you might think. Uh, you're basically dictating the pace of the game. You're dictating when you go for dragons, when you go for rift heralds, when you go for barons, when you're going to apply pressure to a lane by ganking and surprising and showing up out of nowhere and all sorts of stuff like that. And uh, it, it, in my opinion, my, my, my League of Legends hot take right now is that jungle is the most important and busted role in the whole game. And uh, you can take that with you to the cleaners. I think if if the thing is if league had like a basketball like analog or I well I know football better so. Uh, you, you can't do that one. They're they're Corona canceled every. Oh yeah, no uh, yeah they're rip rip basketball. <laughs> but, anyway, rip basketball. No basketball. So now I will just use the football analogy. The jungler yeah. is honestly the quarterback. Yep. Of of the game, like I know that. I know that there's a lot of like, oh, the jungler's weak, or like jungle XP is blah 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 blah, or they keep this this role is so challenging to play, and like Riot is like is like um, systematically like oppressing like jungle mains and stuff like that, and like I understand those things, but like on I think on like just like a fundamental level of just how the game works. Like it, it, kind of like how in football it really does all go back to like the quarterback play. Um, the the jungle really can sort of just dictate the the entire game. Like you can have your wide receivers, you can have your linemen, you can have your running back, but like the quarterback is the one that gets the ball in every single play and distributes the ball accordingly. And if you have a bad QB, you know it doesn't it doesn't matter if you have you know Calvin Johnson or Julio Jones or like Barry Sanders or something like that. Like if if your QB is out there, you know, throwing picks and you know, giving up, giving up drags and stuff like that, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the that's pretty much where all that like you know their OP comes from. It's only if they're getting priority on 
big objectives towers rift heralds dragons yeah. without that you got no game yeah and it's and the, the other thing about all the other roles in the game is that a way to instantly make give your give your team a higher chance to win the game i think i might just start saying that now instead of in order to win the game because there's still things that can go there's still things that can still go wrong is that if you can help the jungler as much as possible do his job you have a lot better chance of winning the game for yourself as like <laughs> in the same way that like if you can protect your qb if you can actually catch if you can actually gain yards after catch blah blah blah, blah it makes the game a lot uh, easier mm -hmm. um, so because you can't because the a lot of i think a lot of laners don't understand or they they, they don't they're like they don't have object permanence sort of Mm. Just like oh, the jungler is the jungler is my support. It's like no, the jungler is not your support. The jungler is a his own member of the team. He needs farm. Um, all of the roles are put in are put in their various spots to get farm, so they can mm -hmm. we can all team up at the end, so we can click on their towers, so we can click on their crystal. So, the jungler doesn't owe really any single person on the team anything, because at the end of the day. It is another champ on the on the team that needs to be sustained as well. Like, yeah, no, that's a that's a really good way to look at it because a, a lot of the mental around league, you know, there's the forever meme of like, well, jungle, jungle diff, diff, yeah, blame blame the jungler for the loss, and when in reality, you know, you died sixteen times solo lane, you dumbass. Like, <laughs> yeah. Maybe if you didn't do that, you might have won the game, you know. But it's like, <clears throat> a lot of times, because it is such a pivotal role, it, I feel like people don't put in enough work to be really good at it. Like, you you can kind of see it in pro play a little bit, where it's like, for a long time, the meme was that TSM kills junglers and turns like these aggressive, really good players into wards for Bjergsen. And that's like, no, they were good on the teams they were on before they went to TSM. And then when they leave TSM, they're really good again. Just TSM plays differently around the map. They have strong solo lanes, so they need the jungler to be more supportive and less aggressive. Which is, they're playing differently now, and it's part of the reason they're kicking a little bit of ass right now. But like... A little bit of ass. A little bit of ass. Uh, <laughs> If you're <laughs> if you're in in Loilo and you're like, well, I I know, I'm gonna play jungle, and I'm only gonna play one champion. This is this is where I'll break my my rule on one tricking. I think if you're gonna play jungle, you need to play like four, like four or five champions because you as the jungler whether you like it or not need to facilitate the map and you need to be aware of every laner's matchup as well as your own matchup and how fast you're going to be able to clear with your character and whether or not the other guy's going to try and come mess with your shit as his character and like you have to be aware of so much stuff that i don't think the loila players put in enough effort you know 
you've got these guys who are just going to lock in Master Yi and try and hard farm until no one can kill them anymore because they just one-shot people with a crit build from Season 4. You know? Like, that. that's that's the kind of thing that really bugs me about Jungle in, in low elo is how little people do that sort of thing that you're talking about where they're, they try to facilitate their lanes and you know, as much as laners need to help the jungler, the jungler needs to help the laners. You know, we're it's a team game that only selfish people play. <laughs> but like, if if you're gonna if you're gonna decide to play champions, like you got to know what's good. And so let's let's jump into the, some meta picks for the jungle right now. Um, I'll tell you, Korea is playing some weird ass shit in the jungle. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I went I ahead guess and you saw Morgana at least. No, no, I looked up the win rates uh, on OPGG, which uses Korean solo queue games from platinum or higher. Uh, and jungle win rate. Guess who the highest jungle win rate champion in Korea is without looking? I'm gonna go with. Whoa. Twitch? <laughs> is he back? Who? Twitch? No, it's not Twitch. Darn, I miss him. Although he's getting a new skin, so here's hoping. Here's Anyways. hoping. It's it's Kraken's favorite champion. It's Ivern. Yeah, no, I can see that. <laughs> he does all the farming for you. You just yep. have to walk around to lanes and just pick it up along the way. Yep. He's got a 53.65% win rate and a 0.78% pick rate which is not bad. Uh, <laughs> but that's not really relevant to the uh, typical audience of our, our dear podcast here. Uh, they're mostly in America. And uh, because of that, that's what we're going to talk about is NA Silver Junglers. And you know who the good NA Silver Junglers are? I'll give you the, give top. To I'll, I'll give you the top five. Here's the top five best win rate. All of them, except for the fifth one, have less than 2% pick rate. Or no, that's less than 2% ban rate. I'm sorry. Uh, is this from uh, OPGG or...? No, this is League of Grass because OPGG doesn't look at NA. Um, we've got Volibear. Yep. Trundle. Yeah, baby. Amumu. Yep. Nunu. Interesting. And Shaco. Probably that, that uh, Bomby Cinder upgrade. Likely. I think the biggest shocker to me is Shaco, if I'm honest. I, okay. I had a game where I was playing Nami and he would pop up behind me and one shot me. Literally one auto, and that's all it took. Yep. There's stuff I actually want to say about. The, the, thing, the thing about Shaco. What I know, what I what I've been noticing about like, what I've been noticing about like Shaco or like people that are exceptionally, people that are good on Echo, people that are good on Shaco, um, or people that are good on like elusive champions, is that like, um, this is really stupid, but a missed skill shot does no damage. Yeah. So, so if when you manipulate, if you can manipulate low elo players into using into wasting their skills and cooldowns for literally nothing it's as if you're playing a tank with like an invincible like shield 
Because the amount of time that I've seen people waste and just resources people waste on the Shaco clone or chasing him around is cheese, man. Like, like yeah. honestly, I'll just I'll, I'll just start I'll, a lot of times when Shaco is like about, I'll just ping back away from him, not because we'll, he'll kill us, but he'll take us on like a Blues Brothers, like Tom and Jerry. <laughs> around like you know like you know, in freaking scooby-doo and like they're running through like the doors and stuff mm -hmm. and like they're running on the hallway like there's like the hallway with all the doors and they're just like chasing him it's like by the time we kill this man we'll have wasted a ton of stuff and the other team will have already done something while we were you know like grasping at straws um mm -hmm. yeah yeah no i think uh i think out of those those five um, I'm going to be most tilted if you pick Shaco on my team because I've played Shaco. I actually played him quite a bit a couple seasons ago when I was playing a lot of jungle. And uh, he's hard as fuck. Yeah, yeah, granted. He, <laughs> his build is weird. He's re like, if you can do it, oh, it's so good. But if you can't do it, if you can't execute properly, you are a fucking cannon minion and not a good one because you're a melee champ <laughs> so it's like you just can survive a couple tower shots <laughs> right? right but it's like it, it, it's it's that razor's edge of if you can execute with this champion it's really really good and very hard to deal with but if you can't execute with this champion there is no forgiveness, really. Mm -hmm. Whereas with Volibear, Trundle, Amumu, Nunu, if you don't execute, all right, stall. Because by the time you get to three items, that's two tank items and a damage item, you're gonna be okay. Like, even if you're just a meat shield for the backline damage, that's fine. That's what your role in the team fight is. That's what your role uh, is when you siege, is to just walk up and let him hit you. The other deal with Zack and Mumu and um Zack and Mumu, Zach and like a Mumu and um, why do I keep saying the same thing over and over again? I don't know. Is that I... They have like the Blitzcrank conundrum where it's it's like you only need to get it right once. Mm. Um like you can you yeah. can miss you can miss Q over and over and over, but the one time you land it and you can earn the five v five or you can turn the five v four or you can you can get the five v four or the five the four v five. That can honestly just be game. Um like regardless of like the game state. Yeah. Um Yeah. That's a that's a pretty good example of like Amumu Amumu to me is one of those junglers that's like really abusable right now because even though I had a really bad game on him yesterday, first of all, I don't play jungle all that much and I haven't played Amumu in like months, so I don't know what I expected. But he he has incredible damage ratios right now and if you build him a little bit tanky and a lot of it damage, You'll just one-shot people with a QE combo, and you'll yeah, do... Playing, they, had, they had, like, a 30-kill, like... They had, like, a 30-kill Amumu, like... <laughs> I'm pretty sure, yeah, we did have a game like that, where the enemy team's Amumu was just a menace and impossible to deal with. 
he's like it he's one of those characters where it's like you can really really abuse him because he'll take your whole team to task and take no damage the whole time but he's not hard like mm-hmm. he has fucking he has four buttons and he does four different things but they're all really simple he has the q which is a long range skill shot and if you hit it you go directly to whatever you hit and he has the w and that's just a passive that does what is effectively just bammy's cinder around you on a toggle and then he's got the e which just does damage around him in a circle one time and then he's got the mm-hmm. ult, which just does really big damage and crowd control in a big circle around him one time. It's like he has a very, very simple kit. And if you can figure out how to use it correctly, you just win the game. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think I have a I have an issue with champs that are like that are just blatantly OP just for like numbers reasons that are gonna get that are like really flavor of the month and like they're gonna get nerfed for like um, just because they're way too broken but I see no problem with playing simple champions and I don't really think people I mean I, I feel like there's just like a stigma around simple champions and like it's like oh you're not playing a Kali and if you're not playing a Kali you're a loser and a scrub it's like but like Honestly, when I'm playing, I don't care what other people are playing. The other team doesn't care what people are playing. Like, no one... <sighs> it's completely fine to play a Mumu and Zack, because, you know, it's... You know, we're not playing We're not playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Like, we're not here to get <laughs> style points. We're here to get to the other side of the map, click on their crystal. Like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, um... Like, people are getting really big onto Callista right now because a new build was found that sounds like it might be really good. It starts out with, like, Essence Reaver and whatnot. Um, and because of that, people are like, oh, man, Callista's back in the meta, and she's going to start taking over. And it's like, well, I'm very comfortable with Caitlyn. I can do a lot of damage with Caitlyn, and I can sit in the back. It's very simplistic. Just autos. She's a little bit less, like jump around like Callista is and granted that can be a downfall sometimes but like comfortable it works and it does damage it's yeah. a little also, simplistic with, yeah. with jungle specifically it's like if you're playing the hardest role why play why play hard champions and in, in hard in the hardest role in the game like one that's like really cerebral and you have to have a ton of map awareness and you have to be constantly thinking of you constantly, you constantly have to be making decisions. And the other thing about jungle is that it's like you're not just you're not just making one decision. Like, oh, I should trade here, click. I should um, like all in here, click. You have to make a chain of decisions based upon um, information from like a bunch of various sources. And you have to you have to have a four plan ahead instead of just doing things in the moment that seem right at the time. So. Why you would want to be reading your champions like passive while you're <laughs> while you're like you know clearing your wolves or whatever is is beyond me, and I think that's why you see these simple champions succeed so much is because the players can actually be focused on focusing on playing the game instead of just playing the champ that they're on. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. One, <coughs> pardon me. One of the uh, greatest uh, junglers is top ten. That does like two things. It's Master Yi. He's number nine. He's got a fifty-two point one percent win rate. He's got a forty-three point four percent ban rate in silver, though. So like, you're probably not gonna get him. That's a massive ban rate. Is that the most out of any jungler? Yes, that's the most out of any jungler. Master Yi is the most banned jungler. But don't blame him. Yeah, he's he's really good if he gets going. It's a very simple champion, and people like to think about it like. I, I catch myself doing this all the time. Like what you were saying is like, I look at people who play Master E and I'm like, man, you're just probably too dumb to play some other shit. And it's like, no, Master E has a really good win rate. And if you press let Master E, e do Master E things, yeah, you press E, he wins the game. He can put the whole game on his shoulders as long as the player does the correct thing. The champion itself isn't hard. It's what you do with it that matters. So, you're you're absolutely right. And the the those are those are kind of like your uh, gonna be your your meta champs. It's gonna be your like your volleyball channel, Mumu, Nunu, Shaco. Maybe not Shaco. Don't play Shaco. Play Master Yi if you're new to jungle. <laughs> if you want to be just this uh, super engaged tool, also I recommend playing Sejuani. She's got a fairly easy to understand kit, and uh, her clear speed is super quick uh, compared to what it used to be. And with Bami Cinder, your entrance into a fight is accompanied with a big old ball of damage. So that's a good champion too if you're looking for if you're looking to pick up the jungle. Um, One that I think is kind of underestimated is Rek'Sai, because you can get that tank, you have a little bit of damage. But the nice thing is that CC, being able to just like pop up, run right underneath, and knock up, knock up. Get multiple people knocked up, and man, it's just, what do you do? And then if they're getting away, and you at least hit them, you have that ult to just chase them down if they're low. Yep. I I have not played Rek'Sai since that change to her ulti. Uh, last time I played Rek'Sai, her ults just sent you screaming out onto the map, and it fucking told the enemy team where you were going, which was the stupidest shit ever. <laughs> but that was the last time I played Rek'Sai, and I still love that champion. But man, yeah, I think that's a that's a good point. That's a good good exploitable champion there. Uh, Kraken, do you have any exploitable champs that you want to see people start picking up in the jungle? Um, really comes out here. Um, Trundle, honestly. Oh yes. Yeah, uh, that pillar is really easy to is really easy to like manipulate entire like entire fights. It's really easy mm-hmm. to gank. It's really easy to um. He actually has a pretty decent like approach with his with his W. Um, so and like he can be a he can be a co- good combination of like tankiness and damage. And he has pretty healthy clears, which is really important because if you have if you have that leg up in health, you know you can you can take like a turret shot or you can take you know that extra minion aggro to um, to have that to have that leg up in on the fight on mm. when you attack a laner um and really there's no one there's no one that jumps out to me that's like oh if if the other team 
has X champion, you are screwed as trundle. Like there's because there aren't those big red flags like that. It that's what makes. I feel like that's like a decent thing that makes like a good a good solo pick champion sure. is like how many how many champs counter this character. And if 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 you can if you can ban if like if you really only have one hard counter, you can just perma ban that champ and then you're you're free, you're good to go. Um, you yeah. don't have to worry about like oh no, they might pick <laughs> this that, or the other thing. Um, so, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. You know, you, you guys can come out and say like, oh, but actually, Victor always <laughs> kills Trundle with his hidden fifth move. Kill Trundle instantly. <laughs> I think I feel like the one that you're gonna forget about is Volibear, just because Volibear has that passive that can help him out a bit. But I Trundle's very strong now, definitely. I think the only champion like... that can actually like properly counter Trundle is Set, because if you ult Set as Trundle, what do you get? A little bit of damage. That's mm -hmm. like I think that's it. Like and Set just fights well, but it all depends on like are you ahead of the set well then you probably win well so so that would be your ban and everyone else is banning set too yeah um, so you probably so... don't even have to ban it yeah okay he gets uh trundle gets movement speed off of his w right when it's active <clears throat> yes as long as he's within the area Domain getting attack speed, move speed, increased healing from all sources while on it. Okay, um, picture this. Soraka, Janna, bot. What's the uh? <laughs> what's the <sighs> predator boots trundle? Yeah, that might be scary. I I'd rather. Predator, I mean, predator. if anything, let's look predator up. rumble is still let's like one thing that freaks me out, but not much jung, not much of a jungler. Yeah. <laughs> I can just predator. picture predator boots rumble coming or predator boots uh trundle coming screaming out of the bush oh, at a million I'll, miles I'll, an I'll hour. Do, I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better. Trundle uh, predator boots bugged Zach. <laughs> <laughs> That would be interesting. I, the whole, I mean, the one thing that gets me is like, uh, Gragas can be very scary sometimes with Predator boots. Yeah. That's going <laughs> to freak me out. Uh, when I'm a squishy champ and I don't like being knocked around, it's, it, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, that's one thing people don't, people never ever play Predator boots on their junglers in silver. And I don't think they should. Unless they're like a jump, they're like that champion one trick or whatever. Dude, predator, predator AP Malphite was the glory days, bro. Like remember the remember when that was big for like two weeks, like in the off season, I think. Ah oh, man, that was yeah. so much fun, and they, I think they, they like kind of gutted that. I forgot what they did specifically, but it's like impossible to play Malphite jungle now, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Fun, what are some What are some funny picks you guys? like would do with jungle sometimes Ooh. or if you had any or remember them. i have one with a morgana jungle and it is weird it is odd her gate if she lands the queue are stellar but holy crap that was so nerve-wracking going into a game like that and already having your dodges done for the day <laughs> um... uh, orange jungle 
was something I enjoyed doing. <laughs> actually, I don't think its performance is actually good, but um, it was just it was it's really fun to to living forge and get your to get your items like while you're walking over to your to like your gromp and so you can just you can just you can just perma you can just perma farm be around the map you're like you can spend like the first 15 minutes of the game like without backing <laughs> yeah no, that's that's fair I actually I actually don't think it actually yeah check on the numbers on that because I'd be I'd be very interested to know whether or not it does well um fiddlesticks jungle it is poop <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the numbers what's the win rate all right, this is this is still uh all right so silver jungle let's go na as a f popularity point two win rate forty four oh <laughs> oh that's hey, bad man, but those that, 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 that he's undefeated in the in that those forty four well, yeah 100 percent of the freaking quote but <laughs> yeah I mean I mean conceptually. It, Really funny, but I guess you're just not being—you're not just smashing one lane and getting that guaranteed win. And I guess I guess he's kind of telegraphed on his ganks. Yeah. Well, he doesn't need the golden take that he needs. Oh, why the? The roots. Yeah, I think mine is fiddlesticks. The. uh the I I learned how to play Fiddlesticks Jungle from a guy called Sky Williams, and he had a video on YouTube <laughs> where he was like, "I'm gonna teach you how to play uh, Jungle Fiddlesticks like a bitch," and I was <laughs> like, uh, "Okay," and all he did was anytime like anyone like went aggro on him, he just feared them and ran away. <laughs> like he just he didn't even engage with the fight he would just fear them and run into the nearest available out of vision area and it, every every time he did it he would go bitch and it was the funniest <laughs> fucking video because like the enemy team had a nocturne well, so the viable strategy is that an na solo queue <laughs> which that actually reminds me have you guys noticed that they've been i think pbe might actually have the new fiddle already oh does it I saw yes, I, I saw a walking animation for it and it is horrifying. Yes, I think that's where it came from with BB. So it... Legends. <laughs> <laughs> Phil oh God. Gameplay. I'm a little I'm a little nervous about that. I I Phil am excited to see the rework. Gameplay pre-enable on Anyhow, uh Let's talk about uh, outliers in terms of summoner spells. Because if you're going to go jungle, you're going to take flash and you're going to take smite. You're never not going to take smite. Uh, if you don't take smite, you're trolling and you've lost the game. Uh, pretty much guaranteed. There's always going to be the you know 0.1% of games that aren't lost. But if you don't have smite, the game will automatically force you to have smite. By the way, if you get jungle and your last uh summoner spells were like flash heal or something it will automatically force one of them to become smite and uh it'll there'll be a pop-up in champ select that's like hey hi you're jungle this game and so we gave you smite so that you don't fuck up and forget it because you're all idiots and so 
the the game is looking out for us in the long term. But uh, in terms of outliers, what what champions are there out there that, that you guys have seen that are not running the uh, Flash with Smite? Ekram. That's Shaco, TP, TP Smites, Big Brain. <laughs> uh, I've seen Shaco Ignite Smites. That's yeah. a that's a fun one. Yeah. <clears throat> a long uh, time ago, back in the day, I used to play Teleport Smite uh, Sejuani. For just those those guaranteed uh, those guaranteed ganks from the like the far bush yep. or the far side bush. And just like... It was like in my mind, it was like what I'm gonna do is. I'm going to go to a place that I'm going to gank, right? And I'm going to put a ward down there, and then I'm going to clear a portion of my jungle, and I'm going to back, I'm going to buy my item, and I'm going to teleport to that ward. And this was back when vision didn't suck ass like it does now. And yeah. so you could see everything. And so I would teleport into that ward, and if I had done my job well, they couldn't tell that I was there. And then I'd get a free gank. And I'm instantly back out on the map. It was like Rek'Sai ult, but it was my whole summoner spell. And uh, <laughs> uh, now that I'm not so dog shit at League, I realized that that was a terrible way to play the game and the character. Uh, but it worked for me in Bronze 4. So maybe it'll work for you in Bronze 4. I certainly do not recommend it. Hey man, the element of surprise, right? <laughs> yeah, that's why you... Uh, oh, Oh, that reminds me. What you just said reminded me. Um, I think it's a, a, all about. a content creator for G2 put out this video that shows, um, fuck, let me find it because it was a big deal about vision and getting, uh, your sweeper trinket at level one. So let me oh, go, um, let me so yeah, it. the thing is the supports and jungles mainly will run out with a ward. I immediately back as soon as you get in a good spot and you switch to a sweeper and as soon as you um, get back to lane you're a little bit slower because you're not going to get the home guards but you do now have a ward and the ability to remove a ward instantly pretty much within the that's, first 30 seconds of the game that's wow Normally, I'm. Uh, I, I would be doing that if I wasn't uh, texting or eating or twiddling uh, <laughs> my thumbs or literally staring <laughs> off the face during the. Well, the other thing, the other thing about like the first minute thirty in the game is that like I'm taking the moan of silence and the calm before the storm. Like, <laughs> like I'm enjoying all my teammates being alive while I still can. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. No, uh, I can understand that. Uh, but at the same time, I like to yeah. hold the philosophy of like, if you're not actively doing something in the first minute out of the game, you're probably just wasting it. Like, if, if, if I'm being honest, in silver is my personal opinion that regardless of your team comp, you should always form in invade every single game. Because no matter what your team comp is, something's going to happen. And if you have the element of surprise, there's like a 60% chance that you win whatever happens. Yeah, because chances are they're not grouped together on any side of the map. Like, no, 
In yeah. fact, if 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 the other team is anything like every single team I, I won, I from my team. So I'm yeah, like, yeah, we're just we're just chilling. Like no one's. Just... You just you go sit at the entrance to the river on your side of the map. Your mid laner hangs out in the little space nearest to the jungler, but also nearest their lane. And then the top laner goes to the opposite side and sits on the buff for a couple seconds before going to lane. That's exactly how every game starts, unless. Your team has Nautilus or some other whack-ass super easy CC level 1 champion in the support mid or jungle role. And then you just roll up. Just walk into their jungle. Be a big bully in level 1. Because maybe you blow their summoner spells. Maybe you get uh, first blood. Maybe you win a big team fight where they just don't know to stop what, fighting. I wonder what the numbers are on the team that I mean it'd be really hard to track this. I yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be too sure where to start researching this, but like the number of times that the invading team loses more than it gains on the invade. That's an that would be an interesting stat to track. Yeah. Cause I feel like most of the time unless like if you're invading into something like dangerous, like a Blitzcrank, who can hook you over the wall, uh, I think you probably just win as the invaders. Unless you like horrifically misplay. But like it it's it's such a simple thing to do is to just walk into the enemy jungle. And I mean, it's it's, just, it's, it's never just, gonna it's happen. Just trust. It's just it's honestly, it's just, I don't I don't trust the other team for us to execute it well, so we'll just not even bother doing it. And <laughs> I know this is solo, like it's solo queue, and like my first couple levels, and like my level two power, power spike is really precious to me, so like I'm not gonna want to throw that out. Yeah. I mean, I'm support. I, I'm about it, but like you know, it's knowing the like from the mentality of sixty percent of the other team. Yeah. I think, I think it's yeah. it's it's an interesting thing to like you want to weigh the cost of it right because if you go and invade and the cost to that is they know where you all are now at first that's the initial cost is they know where you are if you hit your hook or whatever or you land your big stun to secure the first blood now you've made back more than what the cost is. Now you're ahead. If you just burn their summoner spells, like say you catch out the ADC unawares, he's not paying attention, and you just smack him and he dies. Or you, you, you smack him and he flashes away. He, he flash heals and escapes. Well, now your bot lane should just fight all the time. Because for <laughs> five minutes... That guy is a walking dead man. <laughs> I mean, it's true. He can't. He can't escape you. Oh my gosh! No, there's just, there's just nothing. There's just there's it was just to lift on that was like it was just really funny. It's a walking dead man. <laughs> it's like you're like you're like coming up with something. You're like you're like revving it up like a yep. walking stupid. Yep, <laughs> I couldn't. I, uh, I I threw that one all the Dude, way out the, the window, but I should be an acting coach. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think uh, 
that's not really a uh, like a jungle specific thing, but it's rarely going to happen that you're going to be able to motivate all your teammates to be like, hey, let's invade the enemy red buff right now. Most of the time, your teammates in low elo for sure do? are not click paying attention, right? Click on them first. Yeah, you click on them first and you win. Yeah. So that's uh, uh before we jump into LCS, let's uh, because there's hold a, hold a hold lot hold of shit. Hold. This is kind of no. I, I we can skip over LCS. No, I don't. no, no, no. We're not. Nope. No. I suffered through that. No. You... I want to talk about my favorite League of Legends best metal frontman. <laughs> Karthus. Karthus. All right. So remember when, remember when Jungle Karthus was a meme and people did it for fun? Yes. And now, like, every official, like, entity in all of League, Leaguedom recognizes Karthus as, a, as, like, a jungler? Yes. Where where was the switch specifically? Because because Jungle, Car Jungle Karthus was a meme. Yes. For, a lot, for like... Way back, it was like, you're playing Jungle Karthus, and stuff, and then people were like, wait a minute, this is actually lit, and then, um, so where did, where did it go from, from, like, it, he kind of Joe Biden did, where, like, he was laughing stock, <laughs> and now he's suddenly at the front of the race, I wonder how that happened. <laughs> but, you know, like, do you, guys, do you guys have any information as to the, the story of, of, of Karthus? I think people were like, oh, I'm going to play it for the memes. And then suddenly it was like, oh, man, I can be every gank, everywhere, anytime. And I get all this free farm, which I'm good at. It was kind of just like, why not? And do it. Let's do it. Going to do it. That's Bye, guys. So or kind of what I'm asking is, was it was it a thing where, like, the community started doing it and then the and then, like, Riot recognized it or what did riot make like a change specifically to Karthus that was like oh we're, we're gonna move this man to the jungle i good like where mm. i can't really remember because it's been a while like yeah i think i'm trying to think back to see if there, like in my memory bank to see if there was anything about it in like patch notes of your like two years ago um i think Oh, because it didn't start appearing. I, I gauge it always by pro play because the community will always play whatever pros are playing, whether or not it's good. Um, which I is mean, why I seen a Tom Kent support 150. Yeah, but no one, no one in Lowy Low wants <laughs> to play Tom Kench because Tom Kench is a support support. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think if it was a change they made to Karthus, it would have been buffing damage to neutral creeps yeah. on his like his e or his q damage if it wasn't that then it was the jungle item the ap jungle item that was probably it because i remember they made they buffed the ap jungle item when they tried to get rid of tanks in the jungle and then we started seeing like karthus again because he's the best caster jungler I think I think he's always flown a little bit under the radar because for a long time tanks reigned supreme in the jungle. And then they nerfed the Cinder Hulk item, got rid of Tracker's knife, and then it was a buff on Runic Echoes. And we saw like Fizz Jungle because of the AP ratios, and we saw Karthus Jungle because like you were saying, the gank all every lane at once. 
if someone goes in for a trade, you can just force them to win the trade by ulting. And the power farm. Dude, he's like he's like Master Yi, but with skills instead of bottoms. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> like, he really like, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think for a hot minute there, like at the end of last season, he was like a guaranteed win if you picked him. Just because after like level six, you no longer really take all that much damage while farming and your clear becomes like super, super healthy. So you could just like farm cautiously to level six and then just rampantly farm everything and ult every time it comes off cooldown and you just win the game. Part of it probably has to deal with the fact that he can also take um, razor beaks, or I, I can't remember because they originally called them razor beaks. Yep, and raptors. Now called them chickens. They're raptors. Yeah, it, um, everyone, uh, or like he can just walk in, press E, constantly press Q, and take it really easy because he's hitting everything at once and for decent damage. Yeah, like, his he's like significantly worse in silver and gold, and then he like spikes a lot once he gets to like platinum and like diamonds uh-huh that's because you know probably silver players are like missing every single cube but like <laughs> yeah or well his his wall is pretty hard to hit which i think is the issue because people don't realize like there's most of your damage just and, you know and you need pretty good execution on the first couple levels or else you'll get um you'll just get like you'll just be like pretty behind um, oh. Well, yeah. like, like a lot of bad cards will just alt randomly. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's the worst because yeah. they'll. It's like if you're a good Karthus, you're looking for your laners to like be making active trades when you alt, or you're communicating yep. with them. But it's hard if you're not in comms with them because you can't be like, "Hey, engage bot lane so I can alt and secure yep. the kill." It's like, you can ping, I'm on the way, and then ult, and they'll be like, what the fuck, why aren't you here? And that's just, that's just lowy low boneheads, but... I, I, I like the discussion about Karthus a lot, actually, because I really like Karthus as a jungler. One of my favorite lol, roll swaps, uh, glow-ups, league. Almost as good as the, the um, Ergo bot. On the older go, <laughs> yeah. Well, no one actually did that, but <laughs> no, no, not really. Um, with what little time we have left, we're gonna we're gonna make proxy sad, uh, and I don't give a no! fuck. We're, di we're diving into LCS. Uh, don't be sad. Cloud Nine played really well, no matter what. Don't be uh, sad that it ended. Smile that it happened. <laughs> Shut what, the fuck up. Lost? No. <laughs> no. Dude, it happened. That's the point. Then this is where I take my leave. Goodbye, everyone. It was a great night. Uh, forever. They, they, always, they won in my heart, okay? Except for they lost on the rift, and that's what matters. It, it's really funny when like when like a sports team will lose or something like that and be like, be like this loss will make us stronger and be like you lost the Super Bowl. This to win. Like and I, I don't honestly if you lose the Super Bowl, like that's fine with me, dude. It's the Super Bowl, it's whatever. Like you know. But like, it's just really funny when it's like, you know what? I'm gonna come back stronger than never and it's like Or you could've um Could've won. <laughs> yeah. Extremely cynical and I, I know the like, I understand the sentiment, but, like, it's still, though, like, um, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's dive into it. This past weekend, uh, we saw a lot happen. We saw roster swaps. We saw the end of the hunt for Cloud 9s 18 and 0 split at the hands of TSM of all of all teams. <laughs> it would and, be all that you uh, had, Team Liquid just keeps steeping themselves in disappointment and sadness. Um, FlyQuest had an 0-2 week, which is very unlike the second place team. I, I kind of... Um, Doublelift gained like a lot of like points back for me. I think he handled his, his benching like pretty well. I, actually, I, I really liked his bench statement a lot. Um, I mean, that was a little while ago, but like... Like he was like kind of like falling down on my my list of um, he was falling down on like my like tier list of like likable characters and like in league, mm -hmm. um, but I think uh, he's kind of looking up for me. So. Yeah, like, I still respect him a lot. And, like you know he's like an amazing player, but like I wasn't a huge fan when he was like, oh we don't care about the spring split, we care about worlds. And I'm like, and all the other teams don't. Yeah, all the other teams don't care about worlds. You're the only one. Like, <laughs> like it's um, it's one of those things where I, it's like, yeah, I understand the point. Like, it is it is pointless and stuff like that. But like, um, it's still kind of cool to win. Like, winning's still kind of cool, you know. And like, yeah, the thing is like that's true. Like, worlds is true. <laughs> like, it is more important. But the thing is, it's like a that's that's really far down the line. And b, it's like, how does not caring about this split suddenly make you super good at will suddenly make you more prepared in worlds and uh, for worlds yeah like it's not like it's not like distance running or like freaking football where you can blow out you can blow all your energy on like the first couple games or the first couple races or something like that it's like it's like dude like you don't want to fall into bad habits and you don't want to be in extreme disarray you know losing game after game after game it's like what do you mean that's going to prepare you for worlds like Losing to yeah, NA right. talent like, of all players. Like, like, yeah. Um, like, unless there's something I don't know that, like, oh yeah, we're actually, um, I don't know. Like, I, I just, I just don't see how it, it's an optimal way to quote unquote prepare or like quote unquote focus on something that is far down the line that isn't even happening yet. Yeah. Like, and I think, uh, I think. Spring Split actually is going to start mattering a lot to a lot of people uh, now that we are guaranteed to have MSI, except MSI is going to be in the middle of July now. <laughs> Which, mm, yeah. here's, here's, okay, let's talk real quick about the ramifications of that. Because Riot made the call, due to the coronavirus and everything, that they're hoping it gets cleared up by summer, right? We hope to quash the whole thing by summer. So, what they've done is... They've taken the Mid-Season Invitational, which is a worldwide tournament, and they moved it to the middle of July. So now, they've adjusted everyone's Summer Split start schedule. Now, Summer Split is going to start in, like, May, instead yeah. of the middle of June, like it normally would. So now, instead of, like... MSI has all like the number one team, whatever team wins their region's championship, it has all those teams go to the tournament. The rest of the teams 
don't go to the tournament and they get to rest, they get to send their players to, you know, relax, take some time off, come back, boot camp for summer split, scrim really hard, that sort of thing. Now, there's no time. No major region is going to have that break for nine out of their 10 teams. It's going to be like normal for one team in each region. It's going to be like normal, kind of. But for all the other teams, like, especially since LCK is shut down now, they've played their final matches. Now they're on their shutdown. LPL is finally back. So at least it's going to be a somewhat fair tournament. But like, dude, the players are going to be exhausted. We're going to see a summer split of teams playing substantially worse, I think. And Worlds is going to be a lower quality event by the time we get there because of that. I think too many players, too many rookies specifically, are going to burn out because this is their first year and way too much crazy shit is happening for first-year players on stage. And I think we're going to have... I mean, it's still going to happen, and we're still going to go to next year and things are going to be okay. But, like, I think we're going to have a really low-quality MSI. We're going to have a low-quality Summer Split. We're going to have a low-quality Worlds. But... As long as everyone is the same amount of low quality, it's still going to be fair. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, it's been such an interesting year already with the jungle mess up changes. Like there was some cool stuff, but man, the uh, jungle XP was bad. The ADC nerf is was pretty terrible, and it's still not yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Uh, just all around, uh, there were so many big changes, especially for this season, that it's going to be interesting to see how Worlds goes. I Hopefully things start kind of flattening out towards it, but this Worlds this year is going to be interesting, especially because Riot's like split their whole team across so many different projects and working with other companies and whatnot. So it's going to be very interesting so, overall. It's going to be interesting to see how well C9 does. Oh, I just make it through groups. I just get to the bracket. Be the C9 I always known you to be, even if you don't have Sneaky. Right. Well, speaking of NA, let's talk about what happened this past week. We led off the week with uh, TSM versus Cloud9, the match of the week. The first game of the week was the match of the week. So everything else after that didn't matter at all. Uh, and in a shocking turn of events, TSM didn't draft like morons, and they out-team <laughs> fought Cloud9 for like yeah. 60% of the game, and that yeah. was enough to win. Which is, the thing is, it's like, I was thinking like, if Cloud9 is going to lose, it was going to be in a really close game, and there's going to be some random, like, random janky thing that happens, and that's how, like, that's how they're going to get their loss. But to see, see like TSM, like really kind of sort of sauce. Like I was, yeah, they they two owed their weekend mm-hmm. against the top two teams. They beat everyone above them. <clears throat> yeah, that was that was the insane thing. Yeah, it was a uh, the Cloud Nine game was very very close. Uh, Cloud Nine. Broken Blade has already had, like, one exceptional set performance before that. It's the only time he's gotten to play it was one game, and he, like, really stomped on it. So I can understand why they didn't feel the need to ban it. Uh, but Broken Blade picked it up. 
and he went off. Uh, Licorice played Shen into it, and I think Cloud9's game oh. game plan was to use the Shen to make bot lane invincible, and it bot just bot. never worked out. Oh. But yeah, the uh, Bjergsen was going off. Niski had some incredible outplays, but didn't really amount to enough. And yeah. Zven died again. His KDA is still the best Five, in NA, three. but it's not good enough. Uh, yeah. TSM beat C9. 100 Thieves beat Dignitas. Uh, nothing really interesting there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Counterlogic Gaming beat CLG beat TL. That was the game. Uh, did they still have Tactical in for that game? I think they did. Uh, probably. Cause yeah. I double lifted. Yeah, because uh, double lift only played one game. Yeah. They, they announced. Wait. Oh, he did actually play this weekend? I didn't. I probably yeah. missed it because of my classes. Double Lift played. They split the weekend one and one. Tactical played the first game. Double Lift played the second game. Because I remember Double Lift tweeted on Sunday. He said, I'm back. And I was like, ooh, yeah. that's quick. And so, yeah, yeah, CLG beat TL. I didn't watch the game, so I don't know what the fuck happened. Oh, no. I do know what the fuck happened. Poe Belter happened. That man is a menace, and he must be stopped at all costs. <laughs> I thought we were doing great when we got him out of all the teams, and he was just a positional coach. We were going to let somebody who is, like, bad play. But no, CLG offs their world champion mid laner who sucks ass now, and they pick up a positional coach that was left in the dust during the offseason from Team Liquid, and he fucking rinsed him. Oh, Oh, it was disgusting what he did to Team Liquid. Oh, just good on yeah. him. I feel like this is like a little bit of the story of Piglet because it's like, oh, we got a world champion ADC, and then all of a sudden Piglet was just there. It was it was and just kind of on the team. So He was okay. Dude, the Google scorecard doesn't show all four of the... Um, doesn't show all four of the... Uh, it doesn't show all five of the... Um, CLG players. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I guess they 4v5. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, they had Wiggly win ruined smoothie. <laughs> they they had a lot of stuff to update on the LOL esports site because they had Sneaky for the first like few weeks as on the roster. And he is definitely Captain not. 500 CS? In the <laughs> CLG what? game? Did yeah. he really? LOL, Saturday, March 7th. That's the one series. One I'm, I'm going to jump to the end okay. of the game and look at CS numbers. You see, kids? This is what CS can do. This is what CS can do. Well, 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 uh, Tactical had 500 CS and he lost, so uh, why are you telling me to CS, huh? I mean, uh, yeah, Tactical had 500 <laughs> CS, but... <laughs> Wind also had like 500 CS and Pobelter also had 500 CS. To be fair though, what the fuck? That was a 50 minute game. Jensen played Victor top because Pobelter played Syndra mid and so Impact went mid with Orn. And that would explain that. It. I mean, Jensen didn't die for the first 48 minutes of the game, but CLG took all the objectives. <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah. Like I said, I did not watch this game, but I'm looking at the scorecards and I am questioning everything. Yeah. Uh, what the on, fuck? Though. Yeah, anyways. Uh, 
What else happened? Uh, oh yeah, Golden Guardians. Golden Guardians subbed out uh, Keith and put Huhi back in. Like, uh, they subbed out their support for their old support. Huhi? Yeah, Huhi. Who? Yeah. He. <laughs> I got it. I yeah. got it. Fuck, Come you. On. Fuck your joke. Come on, Flapjack. We're gonna be here. Fuck your joke. <laughs> it was a good joke. Um, Evil Geniuses beats FlyQuest uh, in the yeah. last game on Saturday in a shocking turnaround. 100 Thieves Woo. beat Immortals. FlyQuest loses to TSM in another game where TSM just plays really well. FlyQuest uh, is still thy best. Yeah, man. Golden Guardians wins again, so they're moving up. Like, finally, we're actually getting some standings instead of having, what, it was a six-way tie for third or fourth? Yeah, it was awful. Uh, CLG loses to Evil Geniuses, so EG 2-0s their weekend. 100 Thieves 2-0s their weekend. TSM 2-0s their weekend. Uh, Immortals, Immortals uh, goes 1-1. One one. They beat TL in Double Lift's return game. Uh, so it does look like uh, TL uh, went 0-2 this weekend, actually. Yes, they did. They went 0-2. And got, they uh, are in danger of not making playoffs. And that is fucking crazy How many playoff spots are do they lose the mascot if this happens please tell me they lose the mascot because that was weird probably not uh Sorry. playoffs is <laughs> six teams i think the top six make playoffs is that right yeah uh -huh. yeah uh something like that yeah so they just need to be better than four other teams and the problem is immortals looks better golden guardians looks better CLG looks better now, but they're never going to make it. Uh, Evil Geniuses looks better. Like, you've got your top three for sure in a jumble of Cloud9, FlyQuest, TSM. Your fourth place is a toss-up between Evil Geniuses and 100 Thieves and Immortals, who are all tied at 7-7. Seven and seven. And yep. then you've got Golden Guardians and Team Liquid, who are at 6-8, and eight, before you have uh, fucking CLG at 3-11. and 11. Like, there is not room for errors anymore for them. They blew all their chances. This is yeah. it. If you want to, like, show up at MSI and take it all the way to G2 at the finals again, you got to stop being ass. Yeah, no kidding. Holy crap. Like, these, these guys... These guys... Team Liquid beat SKT at MSI last year. They, they no beat meme. the crown jewel of Korea. No, no, not a meme. Which is very much falling down right now. Faker is not being Faker. Dad, don't worry. He, he always turns it on in the back half. Yeah, but uh, we'll see. We'll see if he can do that. Otherwise, we'll have a Phoenix plus fun or whatever. They're Chinese. I, they still took out, like, everyone, like, crazy at a... Uh, um, worlds dude what are you is talking it? about fakers playing bad t1 is seven and two what okay so they did he did turn it back i just i was seeing well a lot of the games it hasn't been faker doing anything to carry it it's been like his team like him going even and then the team like pushing for it well that's well, fine korean mids are crazy with Faker, it's like it's like a Tom Brady thing where like it's like <gasps> Tom Brady went two touchdowns and three picks. Is he washed? And then he goes on to win, like <laughs> you, you know, it's it doesn't <laughs> like 
Um, yeah, but. no, that's that's a fair comparison. But uh, you're kind of right. I mean, T1's not in first place in Korea as of you know the end of Korea, which was last week. Uh, yeah. At the end of Korea's matches, it looks like Genji is in first at eight and one. T1 is tied with Dragon X. Is it tied with anyone else? No, just Dragon X at seven and two, and then everyone else sucks ass in Korea. So. <laughs> Looks like those three teams just kicking ass, but uh, quick hop to Europe real quick to look at what's going on there. Um, G2 is ruining everyone's solo queue and playing Janna top and absolutely shitting on Fnatic with it. (laughs) I saw the interview with Wonder after he played Janna top against fucking Fnatic, and he told the interviewer that he played two scrim sets of Janna top and two solo queue games of Janna top. He saw it in well, solo queue, he thought it was Janna. good, took it to scrims, <laughs> did okay, and then was like, yeah, I can play this on stage. And so they played it on stage and they won. Like, <laughs> oh, what are you God. even going to do with these guys? It's Janna. <laughs> nah, talk, talk about, like, the Korean team of Europe. Like, they're just like, hey, you know what? That sounds like a top champion now. That sounds like a jungler. Hey, Let's just, you know what? Let's slap a mid sticker and call it good. Like roles are just labels. I can't wait know? for next just, season when they sub Yankos out. Dare. How dare you assume my? Uh, how dare you assume oh, my? How dare you assume my? Like I am a. I can, you know, it's 2020. We can go where we want. At the end, of, we're all we're all headed down to the same nexus anyway, right? <laughs> I sexually identify as a top laner now. Okay. <laughs> No, but like, like real taco. At the end of the day, like everyone is on the same team. We're we're all we all need to get gold, and we all need to just move in one direction to the other corner of the map. Yeah. Oh, so let's invade red. Up. What? What? Wait, who Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah. Europe is. I don't even fucking watch Europe anymore because. Weezer breaks up. No. Someone, we'll see how I styled on these guys, but. G- it's G2 Fnatic Origin, just like it always is. Misfits is coming up in fourth. They're still doing really good. Uh, they're all sorted out. Uh, Team Vitality is uh, absolute dog shit now that Yamato Cannon's not with them anymore. I don't have that much Vitality. Yeah, no, they're 1 in 13. They're fucking awful. What if Vitality played Immortals? Who would win? Immortals. <laughs> one of them is Immortals and the other one has Vitality. Immortals would win for sure. <laughs> Fuck! You could take you could take a diamond two Korean team and they would beat Vitality. <laughs> Fuck! You could take a diamond two NA team and they would beat Vitality. <laughs> it's C nine Academy versus Vitality. <laughs> I mean, fuck! That's not even a match we would watch. We know C nine Academy is gonna win. Literally, just Licorice versus Vitality. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Vitality might win that. They have a man advantage. <laughs> but moving on, I uh, let's see. What's going on this weekend in LCS? It looks oh, like we got Mortals versus TSM. All right, I can call Probably them TSM on that one. Yeah, uh, C9 versus 100 Thieves. That's easy. Hundred or C9. Yep. Uh, Team Liquid versus EG. I'm gonna go with EG on this one. I'm okay. they okay. they two owed their weekend, and even with double lift back, I don't know if they have the motivation or the ability to keep up with this patch. Um, especially because Senna's not getting Senna and Aphelios aren't getting nerfed until ten point six. 
uh, is what they're looking at right now. And so you know what? If if EG beats TL this weekend, EG <sighs> will have two owed TL for the split. Yeah, which that'll be that'll be something. And you, I said they would come out swinging. I just I was a little too early in my guesses. I, I guess. Yeah, they were gonna swing. They just needed to find the right bat first. Yep. And the right bat was uh, waiting for Zazel and Bang to get along. <laughs> yeah. And you know what they do yeah. now, so it's fine. Uh, dig CLG. What do you think? Dig. Really? I have to go dig. Oh, actually, you know, Zero's right. in it on a wave. Dude, yeah. Poe Belter. Yeah. He's here. Uh, probably CLG actually. I just I, yeah. I immediately was like bottom 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 on a uh what was that song last year rise <laughs> yep oh man all right sunday we got flyquest immortals can yep. give that one to flyquest yeah yeah uh, then we got golden Ooh. guardians team liquid Mm. Oh, i want to see golden guard I, I, I just want to see liquid lose i don't know why <laughs> it's because they won for four years straight yeah, uh, put them in the ground, but uh, it's hard probably going to be TL. Hard stuck Golden Guardians. I think, uh, yeah. I think if, if Golden Guardians decides they're going to fuck around and sub their entire Academy roster in, uh, then GG Academy beats TL. But I don't think <laughs> GG actually beats TL. Uh, yeah. <laughs> GG Academy well, has Demonte, man. <laughs> didn't see it. Or is that Dig Academy? I, think yeah, I don't watch any of the Academy games, so I, I couldn't think tell it's, you. Dig I think it's Dignitas because Dignitas has Grig, and I know Grig and Acadian were on the same team, just uh, LCS versus Academy, and Acadian is on the same team as Demonte. Yeah, yeah, it's Dignitas. Never mind. Golden Guardians Academy would not be Team Liquid. <laughs> it was a lie. Say that well, now. Right. Uh, CLG on. Cloud9. Just going to have to Cloud give that nine. one to Cloud9. <laughs> Yep, uh, Evil Geniuses, Dignitas. Uh, if they sub in a cat, a if they sub in Acadian like they're, I think they're doing, uh, Dignitas might take it, but I think it's an Evil Geniuses one. Swing, 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 swing. Come on, e EG. <laughs> I want him, I want him to be like a force to be reckoned with, but be moving genius. on. Be evil. Monday night, we've got 100 Thieves versus FlyQuest. Give that Flag one to quest. Flag quest. And Easy. then we've got TSM versus Golden Guardians ran out the week, and that's a fucking easy TSM win. You say yeah. that. I say that now. You say that, but it's TSM. Here's the and thing, then, man. And then we get that weird draft, and nothing's going right, and how listen, does this team beat C9 listen. and FlyQuest? <laughs> Same weekend. TSM, we okay. Out, guys. TSM's head coach tweeted out before the the two o weekend this weekend that he he had figured out all he wanted to figure out about drafting this season and that they will now start winning games and sure as shit they went two o with solid drafts. So if maybe if we pick good champions, we <laughs> might win. If we pick Renekton. We, we might, might lose. lose. <laughs> well, all I'm going to say is just wait. Things are going to get shaken up. Anivia's might be back uh, in LCS. We might see Wukong as well, because Wukong's getting a major readjustment. Not a mm -hmm. rework, 
but just that major readjustment is already being tested out. So, I mean, we got some interesting things and we'll see, maybe the Fiddlesticks is actually in PBE and we'll see it in 10.6 or 10.7 and things might just like start shaking up in LCS. And I want to see Fiddlesticks with like higher damage and like, um, like no. really good, really good like surprise mobility and like um, make that channel shorter. My goodness, like, like it's a crow storm. It's not a crow warming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's a jump scare. Not stand there t posing for ten seconds, <laughs> then yeet at you, scared <laughs> jumps. I'm gonna get him with my t pose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. All right. We've lost our minds more than more more than we ever needed to. This has been your jungle and LCS deep dive. Thanks for hanging out with us at the Mute All Chat podcast. Have a good night. Have a good night. Mimi's. That's gotta sting.